Welcome to What in the World. We are your co-hosts uh, for today and every day because you don't have a real choice in this. Um, <laughs> I'm Chris. And I'm Dustin. And uh, that, that covers that. So hear, did you hear about the big news with T.J. Miller? I have not heard about the big news. Wait, what's going on? Uh, I, I know he's been Miller was going kind of nuts since he left. For a bomb threat. For calling it a fake bomb threat, excuse me. For what? Like what? Bomb threat. I don't know. Let me get the full scoop here. Deadpool 2 star. Well, they couldn't call him the Silicon Valley star. Because, I mean, that show really is something fucking awesome. Uh, I think he's really really trying to distance himself from the show. You know, and it's stupid because he he said he quit that show to go work on the Emoji movie. Because that was going to be the thing of tomorrow. That was going to be the greatest shit ever. Is that why he quit? I thought he quit to go work yeah, on Deadpool. No. no, he straight up said, like, uh, like movies like the Emoji Movie are the future. And so, like, my movie business is, or my movie career is really booming right now. So I'm stepping off uh, TV. And it's like, one, you're not on TV. You're on fucking HBO. Uh, two, you have really, except for Deadpool, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> I mean, his stand up's pretty funny, though. No, it is. But, um,. What the hell does Joe Rogan call it? Alt comedy? I guess I'm really into alt comedy. Yeah, he's he's definitely an alt comedian. But yeah, like when I remember when he quit the show, he was talking. I I don't know the name of the guy that plays uh, um, Richard Hendricks. He's on like the Verizon commercials now. But like he was talking mad shit about that guy and talking about how much of a douchebag he was. So did you find the story on uh, yes, on yes. the bomb um, he, this is weird because he called in a bomb on a train heading towards Connecticut saying there's a woman on, on the train has a bomb in her bag. Oh, wait, hold on. Connecticut says he called Donald claimed he was on a train traveling from D.C. to New York City's Penn Station that had a woman on the same train who has a bomb in her bag. But, Why? Like, what? But he called in the wrong train. So was there actually a Search woman with a bomb on her bag, or like no, was... no? Search came up empty. What's more, Miller was also not on the train. He was on a different train. The attendant of that train claims the actor and comedian appeared uh, very intoxicated and continued to drink uh, during his travel. <laughs> <laughs> the motherfucker calls it a bomb and just keep, keeps on drinking. Thousand dollar bond. There's no way that motherfucker has that much money, dude. Between, how like, much do you think? Honestly, how much do you think he got on Deadpool? He didn't okay, get that okay, much. Okay, okay, no. Let me see this. Like, because he's not the dumbest fucking person on the planet. So we're gonna assume that he. Let's say he managed to get like. Let's see what Deadpool netted. Oh, dude, Deadpool netted a lot. It did better than all the X Men. Seven hundred forty-five million dollars, right? Right. Uh, what is one percent of that? How much did you say it was? Let's go seven hundred forty-five million. I don't know why I have to bring up a calculator to do this. You figure it out. Nope, seven forty-five zero 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 times. Point zero one. 
How much? Seven million, forty four hundred fifty thousand dollars. So if T.J. Miller made one percent of what Deadpool made, well, he's from California, so like, let's go ahead and say, like, just getting raped in taxes from California. Oh, absolutely. But well, I mean, I, so, I, I don't know but, where but they, still, they shot the damn movie, though. I mean, you can yeah, but he's taxes, a California but... resident, so he still has to pay. Oh, well, I guess true. if he made that's the money, true. if he made the money outside of California, then I don't think he has to pay California state. Yeah, so, you don't so have to pay California just state taxes. Theaters. Now let's not count like action fee because this is what Robert Downey Jr. did. He got a percentage of every movie he appears in as Iron Man. <clears throat> he got right. the same percentage, but like all everyone besides like Chris Evans. You know the the main Avengers. Besides them, yeah, the other yeah, actors uh, got like sixty, seventy thousand dollars to be in the damn movie, and I was like, "That is nothing." Oh, but they got uh, merchandising rights. But that's smart, though, dude. That's what uh, George Lucas did with uh, the Star Wars franchise. Yeah, hire all these unknowns. God, man, what was he thinking when he hired Christian Haydenson? Like, oh, this guy's. I, dude, person. I don't know, man. You know he could have picked anyone. Hello, man. Anyone. I don't like sand. It's coarse and it's grit and it gets everywhere. Dude, <laughs> I. So, I used to kind. I I grew up watching Star Wars, and I grew up watching. You know, the ones from the 70s and 80s when I was a kid. And then when I was a teenager, the new ones came out. The first, you know, like in chronological order, the first three. And I didn't think they were that bad. But now after watching The Last Jedi, you know, mm-hmm. and going back, like, as I, right after I watched The Last Jedi, uh, Revenge of the Sith happened to be coming on TV the next day, right? Okay, so. I, and I was, I, I was watching The Final Battle. And I was like, what a steaming... To make a quick uh, thing here. Okay, they they think that paid $700,000. I think it paid uh, $200,000. $200,000? For doing, yeah, uh, Marvel movies while Robert Downey Jr. got paid $50 million. So my numbers were way off. He made more, they made made more. Oh, okay. (laughs) So continue. But but, when's the last time you saw, like, Revenge of the Sith? Oh, uh, only like three years ago, I, for some reason, um, downloaded it, and, uh, oh shit, should I say that? Oh, fuck it, believe it in. Um, I probably yeah, got the fuck out of that movie, and I was like, I want to <laughs> see some, I, it's amazing how, those movies are really bad, right? Like, that, Dude, just what a good. steaming pile of shit those fuckers no, are. but, like, they introduced so much cool stuff. But they themselves were garbage. Like General Grievous, his whole backstory, you know, Count Dooku was awesome. Django Fett was a badass. His game was super fun to play. Um, but like those movies were steaming pile of shit. But the EU became so rich from from those movies. Like uh, oh yeah, more wise. It's like oh look at all this cool shit. The Night Sisters raising these these little fucking babies to become Sith assassins and shit. That's cool shit. No, it added a lot, man. But like going back and rewatching, like I remember that bat as a kid. I was like that final battle between like Anakin and Obi Wan. I was like, man, that battle's badass. After watching the last Jedi and going back and watching that, I was like, this is the worst fucking fight I've ever seen. Like this shit is straight garbage. Well, I mean, it's literally like acrobatics. You can't see what's going on. They're just like jumping and spinning at each other constantly. It's like jump, spin, I am jump, the- spin. I- <laughs> 
I have the high ground. I have the high. <laughs> you got fucked up, Anakin. So, so what you think but, of um the latest Star Wars movie, Last Jedi? Yes. Holy shit, dude! Like it is fucking phenomenal. It is so fucking good. Oh, you just like we had we had two listeners last time I checked uh, the the feed, and now it's gonna go back down to zero because you said that. Really? You don't think it's good? <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm in the middle. Everyone I talk to, this is the most divisive Star Wars movie of all time, without a doubt. But like, I thought it was just meh. I was like, this is okay. It seems like it's a transitionary film, rather yeah. than being a self-contained entity. And it's like, all right, I'm just kind of watching these guys do their thing and. You know, that's that's that. You know, I, I didn't really think it was... I didn't think it was awful. I didn't think it was great. It's just kind of forgettable. I did. I thought it was great, man. I, I'll be, I, I hear what you're saying because it... When it came out, everyone's like, oh, I don't know how I fucking feel about this movie. Fucking appreciate what we have well, now because you, you know, had to I, set through, like, I the first... It. You know, like, they're, they're getting rid of the old and they're bringing in the new. And, like, this was very symbolic of all those changes, emblematic of, of all the changes. Because, um, I mean, killing off the Luke, that, they really didn't do that character justice. I can see why Mark Hamill was really pissed. But, like, I get it. You're trying to sell toys and comics and shit of Ray now. You know, we got to move on. What do you mean, trying to get... Huh. Never mind, never mind. <laughs> I was like, never mind, never mind. I, I just, I just played for a second. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Never oh mind. no, yeah, I'm talking about you know, like let's let's admit the reason Star Wars exists is to sell you shit and toys, yeah. like a motherfucker. So much money in toys. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Like toys in. You know, Mark Hamill's old and fat, and he's really creepy when he does the Joker. Dude. So. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I'm just like, ah, oh, totally fucking up right now. Like, I just totally blank. I, I'll be honest, I'm about to be like, if I'm fucking wrong, I'm be heavily criticized on this one. I don't remember him fucking dying in the movie because it was his fucking hologram. Oh, when did yeah, he but fucking then he die? Just faded and joined the force after that. It like used so much energy that he just evaporated into the force. Is that what the fuck? I didn't catch that. Like, I didn't notice that part. <laughs> Like I'm dead serious. I didn't fucking notice that part. I've only seen the movie once. I'll be honest. Like I, and I've I thought it was good. Once but... too, but Luke Dine was a pretty big part. I don't know if he went to pee at the wrong time or what. Maybe I did, dude. Dude, you know someone's like, like, what the fuck? How did you miss that? <laughs> How did you miss the biggest part of the whole damn movie and the reason everyone's losing their minds? Also, Maybe that's Fox why everyone's... people were sentient in the old Star Wars canon, but now they're just like normal dogs. They're not like force beings. They aren't they're yeah. trying to get rid of the old species so they don't have to sell any more, you know, uh, Twi'lek uh, dancer girl toys because George is still making money off those. He thought he had a good deal. It's like, oh, you sell any of these these toys. I still get some money. They're like, well, we're not selling any more of those toys, George. Yeah, I, I tell you, uh, the ones they made so far. I still think Rogue One's probably the better one out of the new there. canon. I get so much shit for liking that movie, 
but like that was a good fucking movie. It was dude. really fucking good. You know, here's everyone's like, well, the Kyber crystals didn't lead up to anything, and they all fucking died. I'm like, of course they fucking died. But up until that point, like nobody in the Star Wars universe had died except Han Solo, and that just fucking happened. So it was I love how that, they like, there were real stakes at hand, and it was a Jedi list. Uh, film you know it's like oh good we got a, a, a skywalker free star wars film uh, and we got an entire jedi free star wars film and that is the best vader has ever been outside of like uh, the comic books that like when people think oh vader's a badass he really doesn't do badass shit in the first in the original trilogy he just like chokes the shit out of people um, no you go back and rewatch it man it's not how you remember at all no no and like even in um Shit, what's this? Empire Strikes Back. You know, he just like sucks the guns out of their hands and walks them the fuck out of there. And it's like the, he, he cuts Luke's hand off, but they're not doing any cool moves. But in Rogue One, when it like the lights go out and that lit red saber comes on, holy fuck, dude. You, you, you gotta be getting the fuck out of the room. And they're playing that fucking game of, of pass the fucking flag uh, with the goddamn data chip trying to get out of that hallway. Ah, oh, I love yeah. it. Yeah. And he just like casually. Flings that guy to the ceiling, walks by, and just cuts him in half. Like it, he, uh, no second thought about it. It's like, oh man. But yeah, yeah, that definitely, that <laughs> definitely did Vader justice. That movie. <laughs> I love the fact that they like maintained the '70s mustache and sideburns look. That yeah, <laughs> that a new hope no, had going yeah, on. Yeah, man. I mean, in Rogue One, it's like you guys really dedicated yourself to the '70s look. They kind of had to at that point. I mean, if you wanted to make a look like a seamless transition to like the the other Star Wars canon, like that movie canonized several things, so that was pretty cool. Well, it recanonized them. Yeah, that was it's weird. We totally went out like a Star Wars hole and totally didn't. Oh, I'll go on and about that all day. Well, the audience doesn't know me; they don't know my prejudice uh, against robots with hands, which I'm sure at some point in time. I'll fucking get into it once once uh what the fuck's that movie? Pacific Rim two drops. That rant's a coming. <laughs> your me- your mech rant that you always go on? Yeah, man. Go, go ahead and go ahead and expel no, it no, for the I'm, audience I'm so they know. Fucking save it for Pacific Rim two, because I want them to be like, What's what's this thing about mech hands? For those of you <laughs> so, who no, do no, not know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna but I'll just go ahead and say this. Chris has an epic rant against fucking mechs. He has gone on rants for like an hour about fucking mechs. And it's fucking hilarious, especially I, when I we go to cons. <laughs> We've gone to cons before, and he has just like flipped shit on people about mechs. Oh, because they're fucking idiots. Japan's dumbasses. They don't know how to build a robot. <laughs> but in real I mean, life, in they, real know life they do how to build fucking robots. That, their but... anime shit? Get that shit out of here. Like even Gundam, what the fuck's he need a 50-foot-tall scythe for? What the fuck you doing? And you're going to talk shit about, to me about losing losing uh, listeners, man. You're going to talk shit about Gundam. You're about to lose like, so many. Talk shit about, oh. Have you watched any Gundam in the past decade? Um, they got that new one. Am, now. Uh, not, uh, Amazon yeah, Prime. I've heard it's actually pretty good, the new one. I don't know what the fuck one I'm watching. But I just watched a couple episodes, and it's like three episodes where it's like, okay, a fight's gonna happen here. It's on the thumbnail, and I've watched, you know, an hour and a half of whatever Gundam series this is, 
Yeah. It's a military drama. Okay. It's it's like they're in a military academy or part of the actual military and it's just Oh, when's Kinchiro gonna get here? Oh, I have to confess this to him. I'm such a bad person. Blah 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 blah. Shut the fuck up and get in the robot and go fight stuff. <laughs> Back was, in my name, the anime characters were, you know, they did the same bullshit, but they kept you in suspense. You're like, now it's gonna cut to it because they kept reminding you. There's five minutes till Earth is destroyed. Three episodes later. Twenty episodes later, more like. Yeah, and it's like you know, what? you know. Back in my day, my anime heroes were uh, space cowboys. <laughs> Man, mm. dude, that's one. You talk to like young people that watch anime now; they do not watch fucking Cowboy Bebop at all. And I'm like, what? That's what the fuck I started with. Let me tell you, I'm I'm not a big anime fan, and and yeah, Cowboy Bebop is definitely the shit. Period. But uh, did you ever watch Fooly Cooly? It was only like five or six episodes. No. Very cool, very unique coming-of-age tale uh, told through wormholes in the brain and, and weaponized guitars. Uh, they're coming out with a season two, so I'm super excited. And it's only been like a yeah. decade. But yeah, super, super stoked for that shit. Dude, yeah, I, my knowledge in anime is very limited, and I use that word very broadly. Like Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball, Cowboy Bebop, Outlaw Star, Trigun, and Full Metal Alchemist. Okay, so you got the big ones covered. I know when someone's like, you don't know anime, but like, bitch, I was there when Edward Alphonse did the blah, 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 blah. You know, and they're like, oh, okay, okay. And, you know, but uh, you've got the bases covered. You, you were there when Attack Roy Mustang covered, covered his thing. No, I never really got into Attack on Titan. The mystery keeps me really involved. I don't give a shit about any of the characters that make such a big deal, but I'm like, where's the secret nation? What's going on? Yeah, I get, I can never get into Attack on Titan. I don't know why. It's just, I don't know. It's, it's cool. It looks cool, and like the story seems really cool, but it's just one that I've never been able to get involved in. Yeah, I've already gone ahead and like Wikipedia the whole damn thing. So, uh, yeah, it's. Have you really? So. Yeah, yeah, what material is out and it's like turns out it's not the whole world, it's just the continent that they're on. And then their walls were made out of titans that formed a a giant wall that formed those giant walls. Their walls are full of titans, which is super weird. Um but then it turns out that they were in like a world war with another country. And while they're kind of like somewhere between like renaissance but with like steampunk uh jetpacks but otherwise they're still using like old school cannons the country yeah they were fighting they have like 1920s tech they've got biplanes and fucking carrier ships and they're they're fucking ready for war but they like put the all the giants on their continent and it's like there you go that's gonna take care of itself boom yeah i dude, i just can't get an anime like anime like that that much like i used to be able to no, and, we also have the time, and when you're older, you're like, no, this is fucking dumb. Yeah. Dante now, when we were... Dante's Cry is the dumbest shit ever. I'll <laughs> tell you what, like, um, so for the, those of you who are, like, wondering, like, because we've said before, Chris lives in California, I live in Virginia, how we know each other is me and him used to be neighbors in Florida, and when we're in Florida, a lot of the people we hung out with were super into anime, so that's how Like cosplayers I, before ha- cosplay was cool. I don't even know. <laughs> well, look at Sean, yeah, dude, they, you know he used to, he used to. Uh, what is that skate game that he just 
loved. Oh was, like, my god, I can't even Jet think of it. Radio. It's yeah, Jet Set Radio. And that game came out what like two thousand two. <laughs> no, dude, that was like for PlayStation One, man. So like two thousand one. No, dude, I'm thinking like ninety seven, ninety eight. Let's look it up real quick. Jet Set Radio. Two thousand. Thousand. Oh, it was on Dreamcast. How about that? Oh, and Xbox. Oh, I never played it for Xbox, but yeah, this guy in two thousand eight, two thousand nine was still like all about him. Some Jet Set Radio. He fucking cosplayed as the Jet Set Radio guys. It was super weird. But you know what? Did you ever notice him when he put on the roller skates? He just walked everywhere. He did, like didn't know how to rollerblade. Did he? I thought he just like glued his wheels in place. <laughs> Is that any better? I mean, if you're in a con, well, I don't know, dude. You feel like you're gonna bust your ass. Pretend you can't rollerblade at like half a mile per hour. You just kind of wiggle your feet in and out, and you'll go at walking speed. And those cons, it's like very shitty flat carpet or cement. <laughs> Dude, I, I have been dying to go to a con since we went to the one in Florida. Uh, and that was how I really got into anime was like going to the cons and see. That was my first introduction to steampunk was going to a con and then like, what the fuck is that? Like, Oh my God. So me and Emily for our anniversary, there's a renaissance fair at the casino in the, uh, close to here. And uh, right. <laughs> the night before it rained like an inch and a half. It was supposed to rain all weekend, but we're like, hey, it's sunny. Let's go uh, drop off our kid and let's go to the Renaissance Fair. You know, do a little date thing going on. We got there and we got <laughs> the authentic medieval experience because it was just mud and shit everywhere. And because they did it in the field next to the casino. It was, <laughs> it was, a, some, some vendors were smart and they brought hay and scattered it around and you could walk on that. I'm like, but two. Renaissance oh man, well, there also like rap. All meaning. There was Renaissance, there was medieval, there was uh, Victorian, and there was fucking steampunk. And I swear to God, two guys were walking around in Brody Helms from World War fucking one. <laughs> I was like, what is going on here? And I was like, that okay, guy, so- that's Game of Thrones. That ain't even shit. And those guys, they're in Roman fucking armor. It okay, so crazy. Explain this because, uh, as we said before, like I've never been to a Renaissance fair, and I was under the impression that Renaissance fair was medieval. So they, is they Renaissance used to fair be. supposed I've to gone be to like? several of these damn things. I'm not a you know I don't dress up with it, but you know they dress up Renaissance ish. They do mix like Dark Ages with you know European Renaissance, but even then it's it's mostly Italian Renaissance because you know the Renaissance didn't just happen. Everywhere at once. Yeah, it was it was um, spread out over really a long time. Staggered, yeah. So, uh, but you know, you see that that the ye old look, and it's just like in in most movies, except they don't. You know, I think uh, maybe it was like nine or ten was the last time I saw a dude in stocks that you could like throw tomatoes at. They don't do that shit anymore. It was a bunch of vendors, and then they had like jugglers and all that shit, and like you know stages. Cheap wooden stages. Everything was shitty. It's just like medieval ages, but now it's like healing crystals for your aura. And here's uh, the steampunk guys selling the top hats with gears in them that don't do anything. 
what the fuck dude that's yeah it was super weird i'm like this is just like a loser con i was like there's a bunch of larp guys over there those two are in brody helmets that's a roman centurion you guys i shit you not are fucking pirates the people at the door handing out like the guide to the vendor stand in the mead the mead tent where i wanted to go uh, yeah pirates and that was the entrance to the restaurant fair and i just want to be like you guys know you're from like 1716 so did you drink me did you drink I, you drink mead before oh, I, haven't you i drink mead all the time that is my preferred alcohol i have a glass of mead after dinner oh man it is so good dude i I don't like meat. I'll go ahead and say it. Like I know it sounds blasphemous. I do not fucking no, like meat at fine, all. But the one that gets me, people are like, "You drink meat? What a pussy!" I'm like, "Go tell that to a Viking, bitch." <laughs> no, you know what? That's what. Like for years, I wanted to try meat. My buddy always like, "Oh man, meat's dude, fucking really awesome." And you always the brand, the flavor, and like, is it a really dry meat or a sweet meat? You know. So, but we also have a distillery, Honey Honey Run Winery, is a mead distillery here in Chico. And um, we've got, you know, 15 different varieties of meat I can choose from. Well, you know, I'm a really big drinker. You know that. And um, I've, uh, you know, I don't, not so much beer these days anymore. I'm pretty much just a straight bourbon drinker nowadays. Goddamn. And yeah. <laughs> but no, I just drink like bourbon straight up. You know, I used to do on the rocks and now I'm getting to the point that it's just like just straight bourbon. And because of that, my palate has fucking changed. You know, um, you know when I'm being cheap, I'll drink Evan Williams straight. And if I'm doing good, we're going to drink some Angels, Angels Envy. But it fucking changes your palate. And when I try and drink uh, meat, I'm like, God damn, dude, this shit tastes like drinking straight sugar. Oh, yeah. See, so it totally depends on the type of meat. I got a um, bottle of uh, their Blackberry right now. And you know, it, what, what was yours just uh, like clear? It was just a honey wine, or did they? Yeah, it was like a honey wine. It was, I was at a barbecue and someone had made it. Yeah, it was gold. Okay, so straight up honey. Uh, the, yeah, if somebody makes it, like my brother's, he makes a, it's a type of dessert wine mead. It's super yeah. fucking sweet. <laughs> and man, you drink two little glasses of that, and it's like, oh, I'm so warm. I'm going to take a nap. And like at the Thanksgiving, where he like brought over the, the mead he'd made when, when he opened up his apiary, like yeah. we were all taking naps after that. <laughs> it was awesome. So I'll have to try some of that. Cause the one I had, I was just like, man, I'm just super disappointed in that. But I'll tell you what, dude, um, as far as whiskeys go, uh, the one I was just talking about angels envy, mm -hmm. I've only gotten in that like the last two months. I think Angel that is envy. the smooth. Yeah, it is the smoothest whiskey I ever had. Um, I was down in Atlanta at, uh, I don't know what you'd consider it as, but I was at this bar uh, down in Atlanta. It was a blues bar called Blind Willies. If you're ever in Atlanta, definitely check out Blind Willies. Like a lot of really big name people played there. And um, $50 a bottle. God damn. Well, what it is, you know, the, the company Woodford and Sons? No, sorry, not Woodford and Sons. Woodford Reserve? No. Oh, okay. It's, it's about the same price range. Um, they, uh, decided to, the people that founded the company decided to leave and started angels envy and it's that equally same quality like really high quality bourbon right yeah but it is still it in port barrels like port wine it's distilled in port wine i swear to god when you do a shot of it 
it dissipates like immediately. Right, right, right. Click on that link. Angels Envy Kentucky Straight Bourbon is finished in port wine casks for an award-winning oh, spirit. It, it is so. It's like the smoothest whiskey I've ever had. Mm, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's that's the new one. I'm like always telling people about. Like for some reason, you get a lot of people hop on Bullet lately, and I just really don't do not like Bullet Bourbon at all. No, I'm not a whiskey man. No <laughs> bourbon man. Thank goodness. I love it. I love it. It's so delicious. <laughs> like I used to be cognac, and then I switched over to. Oh, look at you! Mm. I know, right? Eating, uh, eating caviar with your ivory spoon. Fun fact, people: they don't use silver because silver contaminates the taste of the caviar. Can use what? Is it these a? Is it a bone? What they use? Yeah, it's ivory. Ivory spoon. Ivory. Which is even worse. I killed a whole rhino for this little spoon. Hey, man, you got to compliment that Russian vodka. <laughs> so speaking of cruelty to animals. <laughs> yeah. Went, went to the zoo today. Oh, Jesus Christ. Dude, I, 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 it's one of those things. Like, I feel morally wrong about going to the zoo because like, it's such a horrible practice. At the same time, I've fucking love animals and I love seeing animals. Yeah, same, like, but it, again, it really depends on the zoo. Like, um, uh, what's it, like San Francisco Zoo? Like, we went to go see the gorillas and it's like their habitat is so big, they just, we didn't see them. Really? Yeah, and it's like, oh, they're <laughs> off in those woods somewhere. Sometimes they come here to the plains where all the toys are near the river moat and all that shit. It's like, otherwise they just hang way back out in the forest. Dude, oh, when I went today, I saw like, three gorillas fighting because there was like some lettuce right up by the glass and like right when I got there dude they just started slinging fists I was like oh shit <laughs> like, it's like somebody's about to fucking child die to see if the, the gorillas would attack it oh my god dude they were like could you just look at the force of that fist being thrown you're like oh my god dude that would like break your head in half so, like that shit hit you you're fucking dying yeah, I mean, but I've watched a video of a gorilla um these these guys went up there. Have you seen if you if you YouTube balls of steel, you'll see the guy. Um, yeah, YouTube search just balls of steel. But the guy would is a famous like gorilla expert, and like they would charge him full speed, and he wouldn't fucking move a muscle. And like right at the last foot, the gorillas would like come to a, uh, a skidding halt, turn around and run away. Um, but one of them, it's like everybody just fucking lay still and don't move, you know. And they had people with them. And one of the the African dudes is just there, you know, laying in the grass, like acting like a corpse. And one of them, as it's walking by, just kind of grabs him and drags him along. I mean, it literally just reaches out with his right hand. There's no resistance at all. Like if you tried to pull a potato sack, you would kind of like tug back as you were walking by it. There was none of this. Nothing. Like, nothing. Oh, yeah. dude. It's literally just... like it just kept on walking. And like all of a sudden the dude became attached and was as light as a feather. That's so fucking horrifying. Insane, man. And these are like silverbacks, too. This is a big... Oh, fuck. Dude, that's fucking horrifying. (laughs) Especially when you see him, like, get out. That's some fucking... Like, we're related somehow, but, like... A long time ago. Yeah, a long fucking time ago. Have you seen Gigantopithecus? Yes, yes, I How have. How terrifying was that, that that our ancestors were, like, going through the woods, and that was out there? Like, why did they decide to settle in China when those things were running around in the fucking woods? That could pick up a man and, like, uh, 
like a Wookiee, you know, just beat one man to death with two, or beat beat so, two men to death with one of them. So, like, for you people who are wondering, like, what Gigantopithecus is, like, have you seen the new Jungle Book? Uh, the King Louie they used in that Jungle Book it's was Bigfoot. based off the Gigantopithecus. Yeah, yeah. It, imagine it's like a big a motherfucker. It's not. It's not Bigfoot. quite that big. It's not quite as big as the one they use in the movie, but you get the you like get the gist of it. It's tall though. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, it's just a big fucker, man. You know, I totally blanked on yeah. the droid's name from Rogue One. He's just my favorite drone. Droid. But um, no, nah, dude, I was so I was going in there and they had um, you know when you go in and they have uh, like the nocturnal section, right? Yes. Yes. And it's like dark as shit when you go in there. It's just really low lighting and stuff. And so I go in there and that's when I have the inevitable thought of humans are complete fucking garbage is. So I walk in and all these people had the fucking flashlight feature on their phone, looking in through the glass, trying to find the fucking nocturnal creatures. I was like, you people are fucking assholes, man. Yeah. Leave the fucking things alone, man. It's yeah, people suck. It's like I don't, I, I don't know if they don't know that that's a bad thing, because you know American school systems are fucking phenomenal, or <laughs> like they're just that fucking shitty. They don't care. And I, I, fuck it, I paid my fifteen dollars. I'm gonna see this motherfucker. Yeah, no seriously. Oh shit, I forgot to tell you. Oh shit. Um, yeah, I. Sorry, it's one of those oh fuck moments <laughs> where you realize something. Oh, um, that's cool. So the zoo is North American themed. And uh, African themed. It's split into two different things, right? Okay. And I'm walking by, and this dude, I just hear this dude talking to like one of the zookeepers, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like, all I hear is, where the goddamn kangaroos at? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh shit, this is going to be something. Let me stop for a second. And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, where the goddamn kangaroos at? I've looked all over this place. I can't find any goddamn kangaroos. She's like, uh, well, sir, we don't have any kangaroos. Zoo is themed as, as North America and Africa. So like, what type of shit is that? You don't got no goddamn kangaroos at a zoo? This zoo fucking sucks. And he just, like, stormed off. I was like, holy shit. That <laughs> just what, happened. What grown-ass <laughs> man is, man, he may act like a tough son of a bitch, but, man, he's got a thing for kangaroos. He's got a thing for kangaroos. He fucking loves those things. Why is he goddamn more kangaroos so like? bad? Like, the only thing I can think of. Is if he wanted to like fight one, you know, and it's the only reason you could be that obsessed with like a kangaroo. You see the the Australian dude whose dog gets attacked by a kangaroo and he punches it in the face. Dude, that is the coolest fucking video ever. I know, but that can't the look on the kangaroo's face. It's like you what? <laughs> uh, dude, really I showed I showed Michelle that video and she. That's uh, I explained it to her. She's like, "That's so weird. I thought kangaroos were like really nice." And then, like, I just Googled Australia kangaroo incidents, right? Yeah. And this dude had this video where he was filming inside of his house where, like, this kangaroo was going up to, like, a sliding glass door Mm -hmm. and was just sitting there with, like, its three-inch-long claws just scratching on it, like, in a (laughs) horror movie, like, let me in. She's like, oh, Jesus. It's like, yeah, those things are fucking killing machines, dude. Don't ever ever try and go fucking pet one of those fuckers. No, (laughs) no. And there's a reason if you Google like 1920s boxing footage, it's people fighting kangaroos and people getting their ass kicked. Dude, I remember my great grandpa telling me a story about going to like the local county fair 
and they gave like a thousand dollar prize if you could knock out the kangaroo. Oh my god! And I was like, "Did anyone do it?" He's like, "Yeah, this dude from our work got in there. He's a big motherfucker. He punched that thing as hard as he could in his fucking face." I was like, "What happened?" He's like, "The kangaroo looked at him and then like tried to fucking kick it. The dude just fucking darted out of the thing. He was like, I'm fucking out. I'm out. I'm out.' <laughs> like, fuck that dude." I mean, I'm literally watching it right now. I found some 1950s TV footage of a dude fighting a some kangaroo. classic footage. <laughs> yeah, 1940s. It was a simpler time. Yeah. That's color. Did color TVs come out? Well, no, that'd be the 50s. Dude, I don't think they even came out until like the It's just 70s. standing back and like leaning on its tail, but it's all tucked in. And it keeps bopping it. Oh, it just fucked him up in one punch. Dude, those things are like deadly as shit, man. Dude, like, they just knocked him from one side of the ring onto the fucking ropes. Dude, they kick you. I think I read one time they kick you. They'll pretty much kick you in half. But yeah, they choke things. It's weird. They choke things out. Yeah, it just the the referee. The guy tries to like back up from the kangaroo, and the referee pushes him into the kangaroo, and the kangaroo just reaches out, grabs him, put him in, puts him in a headlock like a bully, and starts choking yeah. the fuck out of him. And he, like, twisted around and got out of there, but it's on him. Right, dude, there's I'm this uh, one dude, he's in Australia. He um raised, I, I guess they call him baby joeys, like the kangaroos, yeah. like the men. The, oh. Like, well, the boy the boy kangaroos, they call them joeys. Yeah. And uh, he raised it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was, like, it was a cub. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know if they're cubs or men, men uh, specifically boy Kangaroos why not? I just I just googled Joey and the first thing that came up was the American sitcom. Didn't that run for like a season? I don't even ran know if it ran for a full season, bro. Why does it have an eight point three out of ten? On TV.com, IMDB gave it a six out of ten. Why is that rated so well? I don't who like I wonder if anyone just sits back and rewatches like reruns. I was like, this was a really good show. You have to. There is a show. If I could buy it, I would. I'm trying to. Today's the day I figured out. You know that shit you wonder and then you just kind of forget about it. But it's like, oh yeah, if, if only I had a some magical device in my pocket to to let me know what this is. Yeah. Um, I'd look it up. I'm gonna do that now because there's a show on. It was an old western with Bruce Campbell. I used to watch as a kid. And if I could I, I no, find I, it, I would totally be one of those guys that rewatches that show. By the way, I didn't tell you. I have recently been binge watching uh, Ash vs. the Evil Dead. Yes, the first season of that show is great. The second season is pretty good too. I just didn't like the what's her face, um, the witch chick who wrote the Necronomicon. Oh, uh, fucking Xena the Princess Warrior? <laughs> yeah, straight up. Wait, I'm sorry, really that's her? the only thing I know her from. Yeah, that's her. Oh my god, she got so fat. I don't think she got that fat. She still looks the same. Com- relatively. Man, Bruce well, she was like so 30 when Xena was on. Yeah, back when uh, Bruce Campbell directed like two seasons of that. Xena was on forever. Yeah, Zeno was on forever. I didn't know Bruce Campbell actually directed that. Yeah, there was... Do you remember when she got, like, pregnant on the show? I really don't remember anything about the show. I don't know I why remember I watching remember it. so much Zena, but then... She, I remember she, watching it, but she, I, I can't tell you what one episode was about. in real life, and they made it a thing in the show. 
But then when she gave birth and like took leave, they had to do something. And so she was cursed by a witch and turned into a pig. And uh, her sidekick had to like watch her. But like all that was. Are you kidding me? They did a full like half season story about Xena being a pig. Well, yeah, well, really, it's it's all about her sidekick. You know, it's like, okay, let's focus on her. But here's the gig. She's got to go get the Xena pig. <laughs> oh, that man. Was, uh, that was a thing. And Greek Who made Xena? Was it, it wasn't a sci-fi show? I have no. The Adventures of Briscoe County Jr. Oh, my God. This was it. This name sounds familiar, but I can't the think. I don't remember. West fighting bad guys with many steampunk futuristic type gadgets. Oh, apparently this show's horrible. And Bruce Campbell's in it, or he directed yeah, it? Yeah, no, he's the star. He directed some Xena there. I have Bruce Wait, Campbell's Bruce Campbell book. directed Xena? No, yeah, he uh, like he did like two seasons of that damn show. Did We met Bruce Campbell, didn't we? I want to say we did. Uh, I don't know. You know, because people are, you know, to this day, they're like, well, how do you not know which famous people you met? It's like, well, I've, I've actually met a couple of famous people here. I know. You know, um, I won't repeat the joke <laughs> when we met uh, Jordy LaForge there. Troy Werner. Is that his name? Who is Jordy LaForge? From Star Trek. Black dude with the, the geyser. No, Troy Werner's mini me. Yeah, no, you're thinking of um, dude from Reading Rainbow. Yes. Dude, that's still like one of the best moments of my day, like uh, of my life. Lavar Burton. Yeah, Lavar Burton. Yes. Because he got like totally caught off guard, like when I met him, because I didn't want. Remember when I didn't want the autograph? Yeah, and then um, no, I was amazed. Uh, who's the guy who played Lando Calrissian? He liked you. I could oh, not uh, believe that you're like, I love your King Cobra commercials, and you like. No, that's Cobra cool, Forty Five. Uh, what is? But then you said something from the commercials. He was like, "Get out of here! You know what the yeah. fuck that is? You way too young to know what that is." And yeah, I was like, "We're saving time." What's his name? Billy D. Williams. <laughs> and that yeah, was so Billy D. Williams. Yeah, right, yeah so what was that con called? Uh, that was MegaCon. It was a yeah, convention, so, convention, anime. Yeah, so you know, so me and Chris went movies. to MegaCon in Florida in 2010, and. Yeah. No, I think it was 10 because it was in the springtime. We okay. went there. We moved there at 9. All right. Okay. I'll go with that. Um, but anyway, like uh, Billy D. Williams, who plays Lando Calrissian in Star Wars, knew, um, and me and Chris waited in line to uh, get his autograph. And Not even. I, I, was, I was like, I ain't I, paying $5 for your autograph. Sorry. Yeah, I was I was broke as shit. I had enough money to get into that fucking convention, and that was it. And However, um, I, did, I was going to uh, – What's her face? Oh, Marty McFly's girlfriend? Huh? Uh, the one that plays Marty McFly's girlfriend? Yeah, but she did it for free because I wanted to talk to her. I don't know if you remember that. And she was on her cell phone, like, blah, 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 blah. And she's like, thank you for being so patient. And, like, you didn't rush me or anything. She's like, you got a camera? I'm like, yeah. She's like, come here. And um, Somebody took my picture. But, yeah, Sean was, like, way too excited. It's becoming a running theme on this podcast. Is something related to like vaccine. It's going to be like that seven ways to Kevin Bacon, like seven ways to back to the future. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> back to the future is our nth degree. But, but yes, anyway, I met uh, his girlfriend, and you were saying <laughs> Billy D. Williams. But anyway, like we met, uh, we met uh, Billy D. Williams, 
And I grew up drinking Colt 45 when I was in high school because it's super cheap and you can get a 40 for $2.45 back in the day. Yeah. And uh, Billy D. Williams used to be the spokesperson for Colt 45. And when I met him, I didn't want to autograph. I just want to go up and tell him I appreciated his Colt 45 commercials. Works every time. And and he seemed to really fucking enjoy that. It's like Yeah, he really enjoyed that. Somebody out uh, of the blue, you know, was just like, Wow, you know something else I did? <laughs> but like I, I still say like I tell people is uh the coolest one was we, when we met LeVar Burton, the one from Star Trek. Yes. Because yes. um Yes, he was cool in Star Trek, but I went up to him to thank him for reading Rainbow. Maybe, and it's because yeah, both of us that it, was Huge yeah, and he yeah, both of us was, and he was super happy about it because you know, I mean, all joking aside, that is a that was a really important show, and it was cool that he was like so it's open to that. Like, oh, and awesome. I watch it with my one and a half year old son. Oh, do you really? Yes, yes, that's um, fucking awesome, dude. God, the animation was shit on that show. <laughs> it was, but it really it inspired like, like a budget, life. But it, it's back. He did like a, a fucking GoFundMe and. Or a Kickstarter or some shit in like two days, you know, he doubled his goal. Dude, and that's awesome, yeah, dude. Shout out Lamar Burke, man. And he, like that 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 is an awesome show. He uh whatchamacallit? Oh, got an app and everything for reading Rainbow Two, so Yeah, that's fucking awesome, dude. I'm that's awesome you're showing it to your son, man. Yeah. No, I met a lot of you know, interesting people at that show. I'm trying to think of the Chinese guy uh we met. Chinese guy. Uh, he was in Balls of Fury. Uh, <gasps> oh, he was in Wayne's World too. I forgot we met that guy. Oh yes, that guy. It's weird, dude. Like when you're in Florida, you meet a lot of like. It's weird. A lot of B celebrities live in the state of Florida, so you <laughs> well, meet people all I the can time. Understand why? It was always nice there. I mean, it is like. But it's just weird the people you meet. Like I met Mick Foley from. Remember when I met Mick Foley from WWE there the one time? Yeah. <laughs> and I was he was like, cool as shit. McDoyle? That was like one of the nicest guys I've ever met in my life. And he was like, "I don't have a pen." I was like, "Oh, I don't want your autograph. I just, just want to come bullshit for a second, man." What are you looking up right now? Oh, I'm looking for the old guy. I can't believe he was in Wayne's World. He played uh, Cassandra's uh, dad. I know, but I was looking for him from Jackie Chan Adventures, but that show's got a huge list. Uh, was he in Jackie Chan Adventures? He was the evil sorcerer that was the counter to Uncle. No shit. Yeah, and so that's when I when I went up there, you know, because we had. I'm glad you mentioned that because I was trying to describe that show to someone the other day. I really missed that show. No, no, I fucking love that show. I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan. I even watched that really shitty movie with him and. Uh, Johnny Knoxville. It was like a made-for-TV Hong Kong movie. Dude, you know, he was actually in a really badass movie recently. Let me look it up. It was uh, it had him and Pierce Brosnan in it. Oh, dude. You have The Foreigner? Yeah. Yeah, The Foreigner. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, my God, dude. When I, I, I was watching that on the plane on the way to the Hawaii. That That's probably one of my favorite plane. Jackie Chan movies. And, yeah, I wish there was more Jackie Chan is what pissed me off. There, not like, ha, 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 Jackie Chan, but like. Him no, that was. Because when we got off the plane and we always do the same thing. What'd you watch? What'd you watch? Chris, what'd you watch? I'm like, well, I learned that when Jackie Chan isn't being funny, 
He's very fucking scary because holy shit, he went full Viet Cong in that movie. When he trips the dude on the wire and the spike goes through his head, and then he like Jackie Chan had taken a net and woven leaves through it. So you didn't know he was standing right fucking there, but as soon as the guy falls over the thing, he throws the net over both of them, but it's like a horror movie where they film it where like you see the net come up like a snake striking at him and Jackie Chan is looking pissed off underneath it and they both go under there and it wiggles a little bit and stops moving and it's like oh dude fuck. it was such a good and when's the last time you've been able to say yeah I saw a good Jackie Chan Pierce Brosnan movie like yeah, know, neither of those actors have been irrelevant too much, for a too long much Pierce time Brosnan though I get like because they do I actually like Pierce Brosnan twisting. in that movie. I was like, man, what? A th- he is so bad at putting on an Irish accent. And then after that movie, I learned that he is Irish. Yeah, he is Irish. I thought he I was, was like, English. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, he's Irish, dude. Yeah, so I was James Hong. James Hong. Is that uh, – oh, that's the dude from Balls of Fury? Yes, I think It's so. sad that that's what I remember that guy from the most, but Balls of Fury is no, such a hilarious movie. that's the most movie. recent thing I can think of him from. But that is a pretty damn funny movie. And it's super underrated. Yeah, James Hong, but he's in all the Kung Fu Pandas. Oh, he was in Big Trouble in Little China. Was he really? Yes. Oh, I do remember him from Blade Runner. Piece of fucking masterworks. If you haven't seen Blade Runner 2049. I've heard it's pretty goddamn good. No, let me tell you this. You know when everybody, every once in a while you watch a movie and you feel like you've just had a profound experience? Um, like take, uh, what's the Daniel Day-Lewis one? There Will Be Blood. And when it's over and you just kind of sit there and stare at the screen and you're like trying to process everything you just saw, that's what Blade Runner 2049 did to me. And then yeah, I, I really about want to see 30 that. minutes staring at my blank TV, thinking about it, and then I started the movie over again. And I spent like six and a half hours watching Blade Runner 2049. Dude, everyone that's so, – I still haven't seen it. I want to get the movie. See it, I'm not. Everyone that saw it though said, "No, this was made for the fucking fans, dude. This was fucking. Oh where was my that? God, yeah. And like it, it, like it makes me angry at humanity that that movie didn't do well. But the shape of fucking water got picture of the year. Well, the original Blade Runner didn't even do that well, though. I don't think. No, no, it didn't. It only became, you know, more and more of a master. I still haven't seen that. Shape of Water. Like a lot of uh, I've, I know Guillermo del Toro made it. And a lot of people said it was like, it doesn't say it's Abe Sabian, but like it's no, it, hinted. I mean, he looks just like fucking Abe Sabian. It's the same actor too. Yeah. So. So, but they don't call him Abe Sabian in that movie, do they? No, but she also like releases him. So. You know. And if anyone doesn't get that reference, um, Abe Sabian was the dude that looks just like the guy from The Shape of Water, but in the Hellboy movies. Yes, uh, that's the Guillermo del Toro also Darth Maul. Um, no, that wasn't Schmeagel. Dude, I, I saw like this trailer earlier, and then after I posted, someone told me it's fake that they Phil were going to do a. But what I saw a thing on, I, I posted this video earlier that I it was a trailer I saw and I posted it, and someone immediately was like, "This is fake. It's not happening." But if they did, it'd be badass because the trailer looked badass. But it was a fucking. Netflix miniseries of Darth Maul. Ooh, that'd be badass. Cause do you know what happened to Darth Maul after he got cut in half? Um, I'm not even going to speak on that one. I, I know briefly, but I don't know enough to oh, talk yeah, about it. Well, he fucking 
puts together some robot legs. He becomes like a, from a centaur, like a spider is his lower half. Yeah. And then he just stands up there and he lives in those fucking caves down below like the engine room for years. And then um, uh, eventually goes on to like get some better and even better legs and finally meets up with his brother. And, you know, they create chaos in the galaxy. They're not working for Palpatine. They're not working for anybody. They're just agents of fucking chaos. You know, people like are saying, no, you can't destroy, you know, the, the energy source on this planet. You know, that'll throw the universe into darkness. And they're just like, that's what we fucking want, man. We don't fucking care. Yeah, they don't give a shit. And it is so badass because uh, Maul, uh, I'm trying to think what fucking movie it was. Either way, though, Maul gets like, you know, eight foot fucking tall with these legs. It is awesome. So that's in the Star Wars uh, novels. Yeah, and in the show as well. So if you uh, look up oh, the Clone uh, War series, yeah, also cover it there. Yeah, I haven't seen I haven't seen Clone Wars in a while. I was never. I watched the episode here and there, but I never like really sit down and watch the whole canon of the show. I just watch all the best parts on YouTube. Like uh, last night, I was up to almost like one a.m. I had gotten onto a Beast Wars bender. And, Beat, uh, like old old school, old school Transformers Beast Wars. Oh, Wars. Shit. and man that is a good fucking show they had like 17 people that, die on that show that was a good show and I miss Beast Wars yeah and then like it goes into Beast Machines and I didn't realize that there's the generation 1 of Transformers right yeah uh, and then generation 2 was just generation 1 the same cartoon but like cut a bunch of bullshit out of it and they tried to bring the toys back uh, on the shelves because they were being pulled off and they weren't airing the, the comics or the show anymore. Yeah. So then Gen 2 came out, and that was a flop. And then there were no Transformers toys or series or anything for like two and a half years, and then they started Beast Wars. And that was officially canon like after um, Transformers. So like after the original series came Beast Wars chronologically and then Beast Machines after that. And... That one tackled a lot of like hard mm. issues. I was like, man, this is a fucking kid show. They're talking about like what Dude, is I remember to be like half playing and half machine. Do I have a soul? Do I matter if I die? Do my acts define me as a person or is it who I think I am? It's like, God damn. Dude, I remember playing like as a kid on the playground. I think that she came out when I was in first grade playing Beast Wars on the playground. Yeah, yeah, so that's around that time period. So I was born in eighty eight. Beast Wars. Nineteen. Oh, I was way off. Nineteen ninety-six. Ninety what? Nineteen ninety-six. So yeah, you were in second grade. Yeah, yeah, it was around that time period. Man, my numbers. It was a good fucking show, man. Yeah, you know, and I like I said, like seventeen main characters died in that show, and like, <laughs> you know, that was some hardcore drama, and you had uh, multiple factions going on, them splitting over decisive. You know, uh, splits in idealism, like Dinobot went and rejoined the Autobots and then the Decepticons and the Autobots, and then he got upgraded and then he went rogue, but then he wanted to lead the Decepticons, but without uh, Megatron and like Starscream came back after wandering through space for thousands of years because like Unicron hit him with Jesus, dude. Have you been his? No, I went through How much have you been watching this? I've got like the I haven't seen this shit since I was like in series, third grade. Like, I know, and I forgot so many characters. And I was like, "Oh my god, uh, Tigertron and his girlfriend Air Razor, the Hawk and the White Tiger," 
And then they the those celestial beings like abduct them and tear their bodies apart and harvest their sparks and recombine them and then possess that spark to create air. What the hell was his name? Tiger Hawk. Yeah. Yeah, I created him, and then he fell in love with Black Arachnia and converted her over to the good side. And blah 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 blah. It's like, man, this show's so good. Jesus, dude, you're so invested in Beast Wars. No, yeah, I watched some dude. Uh, you know, it was like a 20 minute video on YouTube, and I was like, man, not only did he cover like the the timeline, and like in that show, it takes place after the original one, but the whole thing is they got like sucked into a black hole and popped out near Earth 65 million years ago. Or not even. It was like 60,000 or 1 million years. Probably 60,000 because I think there's cavemen in that show. But either way. Jesus, dude. Yeah, I haven't haven't thought about that shit in a long long time. No, it's fine. It's fine, man. I haven't thought about that show in a long time. No, but yeah. I mean, you know, it it won several awards. It was a good show. Um, People hated it. Transformers fans, go fucking figure. This is my shocked face. Hmm. Um, hated well, it's first, well, whenever you it's have like a core fan base, like and then you do like a little breakaway show, it's like it's automatically hated. Oh yeah, no, I mean you're not allowed to do anything these days, or else it's just like, oh, you suck. This is dumb. I know. It sucks because like, oh, new Star Wars. Oh, this sucks. Every Star Wars film, but the first two suck. Fucking <laughs> even. And I'm a huge fan of Star Turn of the Jedi was fucking terrible, man. You got a bunch of fucking muppet-looking motherfuckers walking around. Yeah, dude, it, you always have that shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, the reason he had Ewoks is because he wanted, like, 12 Wookiee costumes. Or, no, he wanted, like, 24 Wookiee costumes. Got enough firm material for, like, 12 of them and then cut those in half and made Ewoks and made, you know, 24 <laughs> Ewoks. Fucking man, I love Jim Henson. What? Jim Henson did the Ewoks? Yeah. Really? I'm pretty sure he did. That's crazy. Let me look it up real quick. I'm pretty sure Jim Henson did the Ewoks. Oh, wow. What? I think Google's listening. The Muppet Connection. Huh, Jim and George worked together on Labyrinth. I had no idea. Yeah, I knew that was the Jim Henson one. Labyrinth is so weird. I've never seen Dark Crystal, and everyone's like, oh my god, that's like one of his best movies. It's all right. You know, it's just, it's completely original, and he wanted, like, no people in it, so there's no human races. But he, I've heard it's good, he dude. He took it very seriously, but then it's done with puppets. I, I like Jim Henson, dude. Like, I, do I don't give a shit. Um, I, I love the fucking Muppets, dude. For those who don't know, uh, I, 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 in the past, I have smoked marijuana, <laughs> and when I smoke that marijuana, I love to watch me some Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> like, no dude, that's like the business. best one. Dude, dude, fuck reading that book. I will watch that movie any, any fucking day of the any week. Day. Did you guys hear that? No. What did it say? <laughs> what was it? It sounded like Cabin Fever. Sha, sha, sha. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me the black spot. <laughs> On the Holy Bible. <laughs> man, and oh, I'm trying to think of that actor's name. Steve Curry, man, pulling it off again. No, that's Tim Curry. Tim dude. Curry, excuse me. Dude, that Steve dude, Curry like, you know, he had a player. fucking... He, yeah, that's Stephen Curry. Thinking of, yeah. now, you know, Tim Curry had, like, a really bad stroke? 
Yeah, yeah, I was just about to talk to that. I was like, man, he killed it, and he is like one of the all-time greats. Uh, Nigel Thornberry is the shit. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Dude, I went, I went on like, down a really him. dark rabbit hole of nigel thornberry memes the other day <laughs> oh my god and, yeah. oh my god dude they photoshopped nigel thornberry's face on everything they did on like everything. fucking uh, i was gonna bring up they Star have like a pocahontas with, they have like a pocahontas one with like pocahontas's face as nigel thornberry <laughs> like embracing <laughs> john smith it's the funniest shit in the world <laughs> wow my puffer <laughs> it's a capybara dear what the hell's that mm, one of those <laughs> yeah dude like man like uh i was reading like he, he he's still meeting with fans and like i was reading this thing the other day it was like an actual like article that like one of the fans that met with him wrote right mm-hmm. and uh like the dude could barely like tim curry can like barely move and barely speak now right yeah and yeah. the fan like who wrote the article was saying that he uh he was like, oh, thank you, you know, for meeting with me. And, like, he reached out and shook his hand. He's like, no, thank you for meeting with me. This is why I do this. It's like, holy shit, dude, you're in a fucking wheelchair. You're still just humble as shit. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a fucking, uh, he's a legit dude, you know? Well, at least, you know, he puts up that image. I mean, for all we know, when he's off set, he's like, or on set, he's like railing cocaine, throwing shit at the hell. But... Yeah, I hadn't heard about it yet. So Dude, I, like I mean, for, think of all the things he's... He's been in so many movies. Rocky he's been in Rocky Picture Show. Horror. He was the original Pennywise. The uh, original It, is that what you said? Yeah, yeah, and It. Oh, oh yeah, Pennywise. But as many things he's, as he's in, I always think of him as the fucking concierge in Home Alone 2. <laughs> like the... Yeah. But Excuse maybe me, sir. People have something to say about your stolen credit card. <laughs> Like, that's the first thing my brain jumps to. Oh, I had no idea he was an Amadeus. That movie is amazing. I've never seen that. It's it's really good. You know, it, it really points out that like everything Amadeus put to to put to paper is like considered yeah. sacred. But he was like a lewd, obnoxious asshole that gave a fuck about nobody, and um, he is like the he's the ancient equivalent not ancient he's the old equivalent like to michael jackson you know and it shows dude have you read like a biography on him himself. no no it yeah that dude's fucking weird man like well his he couldn't really hit his dad took him out of school at like fucking four. six it at four because he wrote his first concerto at four i'm like what yeah, his dad pretty much like stopped his schooling and just focused solely on him. Like his dad wanted him to yeah, be yeah for for like a fucking uh, you know first uh, <laughs> I guess several years of his life there. His dad packed him up on the road from like age four to ten and was was like, hey, we're gonna go travel around with all these nobles and shit. You're gonna play upside down blindfolded with a cloth over your hands. Dude, not only that, like there's a lot of weird shit starting to come about him. And like for you of you who. Or, like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Amadeus is Mozart. His name is Amadeus Mozart. And, but there's... Wolfgang? Yeah, Amadeus Wolfgang that's Mozart. Cool. Yeah, and, I remember that guy from Hey Arnold. Wolfgang. But anyways, go. Yeah, dude, there's so many, like, songs they've discovered from him in the last couple of years, right? Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, got, were, he's literally got songs about, about eating shit. asshole. They were about shit. Like, he was fascinated with shit. He thought it was fucking hilarious. He wrote so many songs. 
about shitting on people. Yeah, go on to YouTube and look up Children Singing Lick My Ass by Mozart. And it's still, even that song he wrote for like his drinking buddies, because apparently Amadeus was the original guy in the eating ass, um, is considered like a masterwork. And there's like little children in tuxedos singing his music seriously. It's fucking weird, dude. There's so many like letters they discovered that he wrote his sister. <laughs> yeah, and like they're dirty fucking dude, letters. Yeah, dirty letters. He's talking about wanting to shit on his sister's chest. And it's like, yeah, most dude we praise is the fucking musical genius. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like, wow, you know, it, it goes to show you it happened to Mozart, it happened to Michael Jackson, it could happen to anybody. Man, you reach that level of fame, dude. You just, that give a fuck bone goes out of your body. And if you're like a deviant person and you have the I don't give a fuck bone. Oh. Oh man, like some creepy weird shit starts to come. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, or did you just cut out? No, I'm still no, I'm still here. That cut out. Okay. Well, uh, on the note of Mozart eating ass, how about we call that a night? Yeah, that's a good way to wrap it up, man. Yeah, man. Uh, any uh, announcements? Any any sign offs you want to have there? No. Nah. Oh wait, we got we got the. Letter from our uh, from our advertisers. Oh yeah, what's that? What's that one? Uh, we uh, have an ad from uh, Hezekiah Radios. Are you sick of being shunned for listening to music? Check out Hezekiah's Hidden Radios for when you want to rock out like the English while still appearing Amish. Check out Hezekiah's Hidden Radios. <laughs> Do we have another one from Groller Bears? No, no, no. We're getting off the of Groller Bears. You, you can, <laughs> you can you get off the Groller that Bears. One. Yeah, we'll save those for for a different day. I gotta refine yeah. it. Um, all right, all right. Yeah, uh, Hezekiah yeah. Radio, Hezekiah Hidden Radio, for when you masturbate through a hole in the sheet, <laughs> or when you want to rock out on that sweet, sweet 1860s wagon that you had. Oh yeah, Hezekiah's Hidden Radios. Because nothing says Amish like born in the USA. Like the name Hezekiah? I know, right? I picked the most like <laughs> Amish-sounding name ever. Well, there's there's no Amish dude named Tyrone just running around. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. You haven't been there. Dude, if I ever met Amish Tyrone, I'd be like, let me study you as a person. <laughs> <laughs> Can I put up like a glass wall in your house? I mean, it'll be like a one-way mirror. Don't worry about that. But I just want to observe. Do people do that? They go up there and just like watch the goddamn like monkeys in a zoo. Just like, oh, it's so fascinating how you live life. Let me study it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Let me see how you churn butter. Isn't that what? Uh... <laughs> oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm going to fuck it. Like my dad goes to Amish country like every year. He's like, man, I love it so much. He's like, I thought about converting. And I'm like, please don't. But uh, he's like, man, I'm, they almost shun all technology except credit card machines. They got those things everywhere with Wi-Fi. Dude, they, they, they fucking do. All right, so real quick, sign it really quick. <laughs> I used to work at a big box home improvement store. I'm not going to mention names. And um, where I live, we happen to have Amish people. And they came in and bought a shit ton of tools. And none of them were like battery powered or electric just old school like drill you know what i'm saying like the drills you gotta use with hand and screwdrivers and shit like that <laughs> yeah we and i ring them up and i'm like on our farm when it's like tough shit go charge the batteries <laughs> I know, right? Get the hand i'm like but i'm like ringing these motherfuckers up and i'm like all right it's gonna be 36 
expecting to get like thirty-seven seventy-five, like in cash and change correctly, right? Mm-hmm. And this dude in this like ZZ Top beard just looks at me and goes, "Do you take uh, American Express?" I'm like, what? Get the fuck out of here, dude! Like, motherfuckers, how are you gonna shun every other? And then just, yeah, I guess it's true. You know, accepted everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> even Amish country. Ah. <sighs> But on that note, uh, yeah. <laughs> on, 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 on credit cards. Well, it's not like they're going to listen to the podcast unless they're listening through Hezekiah Radio. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> they get that Hezekiah's hidden radio tucked away in their 1860 wagon. See this? They even sell the Hezekiah hidden radio belt buckle. It looks like a belt buckle, and the cord runs up through your shirt. Bam. Nobody notices a thing. Dude, you know, that is some strict devotion to your faith when you're like you know just dragging around old school wagon and mule like you're about to go on the goddamn Oregon trail yeah see seriously. a brand new harley just go flying past you and be like oh i didn't see that and i I'm wonder just if you went it. deep enough in <laughs> amish country where that technology like credit card stuff penetrated and you rode up with a bunch of homies on horseback and armor you could be like we have to rally against the middle easterns and take back the holy land if they'd be like oh fuck yeah <laughs> bring me my side honey we're going on a good old fashioned crusade Constantinople will rise again <laughs> they'd get all the way to St. Louis before they were like wait a minute <laughs> get, our, get our sailboat and go across across the giant Atlantic <laughs> so yeah I brought the homage to the coastline as a joke but now man they went right away falling timber it's crazy. I had a boat built in like three days. <laughs> hey man, this motherfucker's gonna build some shit. We got to, we got to Greenland before I said, you know what? I'm I'm calling this joke off. This has gone too far. Do you guys have Amish out there? Uh, we have Mennonites, which we call Amish light. Um, they drive modern tractors, all that shit. But if you buy an Amish car, it's the best taken care of car you've ever had. But the stereo's in the trunk. They they rip it out. Exactly, dude. We get a lot of Mennonites. TV, you know, and they like. In the barbershop, they're uncomfortable with the radio at an audible volume. Um, but yeah, I mean, they'll drive cars and tractors, but they, they still like do everything else old school. Yeah, we got a bunch of Mennonites here, man. And um, it's hilarious, dude. When you go to pick, when you go to pick like uh, strawberries and shit, all the Mennonites are out there like picking strawberries <laughs> yeah. and they turn them in so they can, they can make them into jam and sell them at their little store. Man, yeah, you should see that. And they'll they'll go and put the buckets in their brand new suburban with, like you said, their radio ripped out of it. <laughs> yeah, no, my one of my ex girlfriends bought a car from the Mennonites. It was like a Honda Accord, and they put like nice ass rims on it and everything. But we got in there. I'm like, what's this giant fucking hole in your dashboard? And they're like, oh yeah, radio's in the trunk. Sorry about that. We'll hook it up if you'd like. And we're like, no, no, no. I want to get the fuck out of here. You people scare me. It's anything, anybody that nice and happy. I don't trust like instinctually. It's like, is this, what was the Rob Zombie film? <laughs> House of a thousand corpses. Is that what's going on here? Oh God. <laughs> like that that's what really was happy. thinking about, um, devil's rejects. They were pretty happy. They were pretty happy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I'm so conflicted on Rob Zombie films. Like when I was young, what, it's one of those ones when you see the first couple times, you're like, yeah, it's pretty good. As you get older, you're like, I think House of Thousand Corpses is a complete shit piece of movie. <laughs> like, 
by the time you're 30, that's your thought. Now, um, I I still enjoy um, Devil's Rejects. No, Devil's Rejects is good. Yeah, but I remember, like, when like, I was in high school, I thought these human pieces of shit likable. They're like, make the shit. Oh, he totally did it. Yeah, but like House House of a Thousand Corpses, like the first part of the movie is like a legitimately good horror movie, right? House of a Thousand and then Corpses. they du- yeah, Honestly, and then they dump them in the well. <laughs> but but do you remember they like it was really fucking creepy and really scary, and then they dump the people down the well, and then there's like an insane asylum at the bottom of the fucking well. Like it makes no fucking sense. Like the movie went way left on that one. <laughs> yeah, it's like, but, wait, but this is your injury feed. Like do you drive them insane and then throw them down there, or did you know there was already something up with them? <laughs> but isn't that like every like that's just how Rob Zombie is? Like hit like if you get a Rob Zombie album, man, this is fucking awesome. And then you get like past the four good songs, you're like, that's fucking kind of like weird. <laughs> like, doesn't really go anywhere. Like, yeah, this isn't. I'm going through a horror house that kind of just sputters off and doesn't end with a bang or anything. Dude, it's true, man. You listen to like fucking Educated Horses by Rob Zombie with like Let It that Out was, Bleed Out. That was one of his later ones, right? That was Educated one of his later Horse. ones. Yeah, like, that's like one of the last ones. Um, no, he wasn't doing it he, so much. He, Dude, he made like he, there's like he's put out like three or four albums since then. He has Educated Horses two out now. <laughs> Shows you how out of the loop I am. I, saw I never. Well, you got to think about it. At the time, that was the third fucking album. Although it seemed like it was later in his well, career. I mean, that motherfucker. You know, stopping he was White Zombie first. Which I like White Zombie better than Rob Zombie. Like, I really I did like White Zombie better. Thing that's like saying like oh, I like Trent Reznor better than Nine Inch Nails. It's like shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm sure everyone oh. in White Zombie hates thinking that they're like, "Fuck you, we're our own goddamn band." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're our own individual thing, man. We started White Zombie, and then this motherfucker started calling himself Rob Zombie. Like, this is some fucking bullshit. Like, <laughs> anyways, um, we're gonna yeah, call this go one a day. We're gonna wrap it up. Uh, 13 minutes and 40 seconds after the initial shutdown time. So Not once right. again, hey, hey, this is what we do, man. You know, you think you're what, oh, you're what, like, oh, it, what in the fucking no world, world, man? What in the world for today? And then it's like, bam, 14 minutes free extra content. This is coming out of our pockets for you, the listener. So long as you send in your uh, coupon code, uh, WITW2 Hezekiah's Hidden Radio.com. All right. Thank you and uh, good night. Peace.